Welcome everybody. My name is Carlos Emilio del Canal Fernandez and I'm going to be your host today on this podcast on what makes Igor Stravinsky's music so unique. I've been in the world of music since I was four years old. I started playing the violin and I still do to this day. And recently my mother came up to me and told me that it was the birthday of Igor Stravinsky, a Russian composer. So I researched a little bit about his life and saw that he was quite an extraordinary man, truly, and above all, an amazing composer. So Igor was born June 17, 1882, in a small town outside of St. Petersburg, Russia. His parents were famous musicians, his father, an opera singer, and his mother, a pianist, and they met together uh, at work. And they had baby Igor Stravinsky. So, they always, from a very young age, encouraged and got the best uh, musicians to teach Igor the piano and the basics of music theory. But they didn't want Igor to focus on just music. They wanted him to um, get a stable job as a lawyer. So uh, Igor grew up and he went to law school in St. Petersburg. But midway through studying, he decided to drop out and went under the mentorship of a very great Russian composer, um, Rimsky-Korsakov. And he was actually Rimsky-Korsakov's number one student. He said that he was born to do music. And so, Early in his career, he didn't have much fame or many jobs, but soon, in 1910, La Ballet Russe, a ballet company from Paris, approached him to compose a ballet for their upcoming spring premiere. Igor Stravinsky says that the Rite of Spring did not take him very long to compose or write, but actually it took him two whole years. So he did put a lot of thought and heart and effort into this piece. So in May of 1913, the Paris Opera House, it premieres. And already from the beginning, it's shocking audiences. We have the bassoon, a solo, which usually never happens. And it's in a very eerie upper register that bassoons usually never play in. They play a lot lower. So we have two sides of this opera house. It's divided. We have the upper side with the more aristocratic, um, refined society of Paris. And in the lower, we have the more experimental musicians that are looking for something new. And everyone is shocked. 
some in a bad way, others in a good way. But both are amazed at what they're hearing and watching unfold before their eyes. The Rite of Spring is set in prehistoric Russia where a pagan tribe is eagerly awaiting the arrival of spring. This also means that the yearly sacrifice to the gods is just about to commence. Soon, young maidens play and dance around the night sky as string and percussions convulge into one big massive sound. Soon one of the maidens falls and 11 drum beats signify that she is going to be the sacrifice to the lords. She shortly begins waltzing her way to death as woodwinds dizzy around us. At the same time, the opera house mimics our ballet in the same chaotic and frenzy way to the point where the orchestra sounds just like another voice in the crowd. Back in the ballet, our young maiden is quickly exhausting herself to death via dance, and the timpani beats out of rhythm to show that the maiden's heartbeat is quickly failing. Soon, the music stops, and a singular chord spelling out D, E, A, and D plays as our dancer lays motionless on the floor. The young maiden is dead. And that's the end of the Rite of Spring. The Rite of Spring wasn't truly favored um, by the general public when it premiered at first. It did take some time for people to get used to it and appreciate how unique and fresh it was. Um, but nowadays, luckily, um, people from all over the world can appreciate how magnificent and truly reviving and refreshing this music is. And through these interviews with actual musicians, it's present that Igor Stravinsky's music and the Rite of Spring can now be appreciated in their totality. Hi, my name is Emily. I am from Miami, Florida, and I've been playing the violin for about seven or eight years. So, my question is, what is your favorite piece by Stravinsky and why? My favorite piece from Stravinsky has to be the Rite of Spring. It is so intense, and I feel like the storytelling is so unique, and it's just honestly a beautiful piece. You should listen to it. Hello, my name is Andrew Jones. I am from Miami, and I've been playing the viola for six years. And my favorite piece from Stravinsky would be um, his opera, The Nightingale, because I love how he like how he represents different cultures through his music. Even though I guess he stays faithful to his use of dissonance as is seen through many other pieces, such as, say, The Rite of Spring. I'm a half-year-old 
and now I'm almost 60. <laughs> so, make a math. <laughs> okay. And so, what is your favorite piece by Shavinsky and why? Uh, I do not have. Uh, I like I like more than anything else uh, the uh, Rito de la Primavera. Yeah, and uh, entitled in, in Russian is Vesna uh, Svetlana. He has written that uh, for the ballet, right? But the music has kind of like more uh, important meaning, and the music itself. I don't know why I like it more. I, I don't know because probably it because it tells me more than anything else. Igor Shavinsky, with the Rite of Spring, innovated music for the rest of history. His constant use of tempo changing and key signature changing, the brave move of deciding to use rhythm as a pushing factor rather than melody and harmony, which was the more common main focus of music at the time truly showed just how just how creative Igor Stravinsky is um, at the time when Igor had assembled his orchestra many of the members would make fun of him for not understanding the music and pointing out this shouldn't be like this, or oh, this is strange. And he said, no, it's exactly as it's supposed to be. So what makes Igor Shavinsky's music unique? That's my main question. I like to believe it's how he represents so many cultures and so many people through his music, so much diversity and color that was not a common theme in ballets and operas of the time. And also, Igor Stravinsky said in an interview in the late 50s, 1950s, he talked about how Beethoven, in the later half of his career, after he had gone deaf, he would put a pencil in his mouth, touch the piano, and play a note to feel its vibration to make sure the note was correct and how that is just really the main focus and center of Igor Stravinsky's musicality is just how real it is and how you can almost reach out and touch it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you have learned something new about Igor Stravinsky and the Rite of Spring. And if you'd like, you can give me your opinions on what makes Igor Stravinsky unique to you. Thank you and have a wonderful day.